Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz, where you get to meet some of the most passionate, absolutely phenomenal, and incredible women who have come into my life and have shown me truly what it is like to be gritty, what it's like to remind yourself to give you the grace that you deserve, and most importantly, celebrate the small triumphs and the glitz that happens each and every day through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, being a mom, working in corporate, whatever that may look like. And today you are in for such a treat with Katie Smith. Katie and I connected online and we have literally were destined to meet each other because every time I talk to her, my energy goes to a whole different stratosphere. She is a California native. She was born and raised in Orange County. She's a new mama to a very, very active baby boy. And she's been married for over six years. She attended uh, Chico State on a soccer scholarship where she decided she wanted to be a C-level executive someday and work herself up that beautiful corporate level or what we think. And it wasn't until after becoming the C-level executive where she found herself just not fulfilled. She found herself just a little stuck. And that's when she decided to jump into entrepreneurship. She found, she found network marketing and she absolutely fell in love with this industry. She is a mover and a shaker. She's been in the industry now two years And it's been the best decision for her and her family. She's a huge, huge proponent of professional um, development. She's a recovering people pleaser. And she's a big animal lover. In her free time, you can always find herself riding horses, spending time with her sweet little family, or walking one of her three dogs to get movement in for the day. So we know she gets probably her 20,000 steps, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So Katie, welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz today. We are so excited to have you. Thank you. I am honored to be here. I've been looking forward to it all day. So thank you so much. Well, good. And I can't wait for people to just hear your golden nuggets because I know all, you know, you and I've spoke a couple of times and every time I speak to you, I get so much out of everything you have to share. However, you and I both in the corporate space for quite a long time, you know, we followed what seems status quo in life, right? Go Get, be really good in college, get a good job, you know, uh, climb the corporate ladder, get the degree, get the accolades. And we've both felt a little bit of, you know, some fulfillment that wasn't filled there. Um, and I'm sure along this journey, you know, you look at your feed, you look at who you are now as a mom and, you know, a successful network marketer and, you know, just doing all the do, but I'm sure I've had some wall kicking moments along this journey. What do you do when you find yourself in that funk for a day or a week or, you know, extended period of time? Any tips you could share with anyone who's on this call who may find themselves there regardless of what they're doing in their career right now? 
Yes, yes, absolutely. So, you know, putting on that entrepreneur hat, it's, I always say it's not for the faint of heart. Like it is a completely different mindset. And so when I'm feeling really defeated and I'm, I'm hitting the wall and I'm just seem to be in a lull, I'm like, I cannot get a win for the life of me. Um, I kind of go back to my why, but not only that, I go back to like the burning desire that started this whole journey. And I think about a year from that point. So in the, whenever I hit that moment, I'm just like, okay, if I'm in the same place that I am today, a year from now, how do I feel? And that usually just completely snaps me out of it. Like we all kind of know the definition of insanity. It's like doing the same thing over and over again, kind of expecting different results. And I'm like, nope, I will do one more or I'll try again, or I'll get up and I'll look at my vision board and remember why I started in the first place. And that always really works for me, but it, it did take a while for me to really understand that. And so for those who are still figuring it out, like give yourself grace, just like the name of your podcast, like reminding everyone to like give themselves grace on this journey that, that can be like this, right? A roller coaster. Absolutely. And it's so true. I think sometimes we forget as women that we need to be able to step back because we always want to be most of us, you know, overachievers and doing this and doing that. I finally felt just like you said, I let go of certain things that just didn't bring me joy. And I love the analogy you just made. Like, you know, if it's been a year and you're thinking about the same place and they always say, like, if you haven't touched something in your closet for a year, let it go. Right. And it's yeah. almost the same analogy that, yeah. hey, listen, I got to let this this part of my life go to be able to open nine other doors that I don't even know exist yet. I don't know. There's like 10 yeah. other pairs of pants that I forgot were in my closet. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And like almost making it a game. Like, I wonder, you know, what the next income producing activity is going to lead me, right? Like completely shifting the mindset of like the defeat to, to gratitude. I'm really big on that. Journaling has helped me tremendously. And then like, it's almost in like a game where you've removed emotion out of it. Yeah. And taking the emotion out of it is so much easier said than done, but it becomes a skill, right? I yes. truly believe that um, we can build it as a skill where you can take the emotion out of it and truly allow yourself to just think of the facts and the issues that are there and be able to approach tough situations that in the past may have gotten you all tight, like tightly wound, like a ball of yarn. And now you're like, Oh, you just, it feels at ease. Um, but if you're not in that position and you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, Ooh, I still haven't let go of the emotion. It's okay. Right. Yeah. It's not that Katie and I are saying, Hey, every situation we handle hundred percent diplomatically, we still cry. We still get frustrated. We still yell at our kids. We, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're normal. And that's what I want to normalize life that it's not always that way, but it becomes easier to remove that emotional side. Yeah. So, you know, kind of changing gears a little bit, you know, we've, all had situations in our life where we've come against some really tough conversations and lots of people are really afraid of confrontation, the big C word, right? Because yeah. it seems to have a negative energy, but it really just means looking at something in the eye and really handling it, you know, really being high performing, really being willing to tackle the issue and not the person. So maybe you could talk to us a little bit about some tips you could offer on initiating and handling like those type of conversations with ease, you know, whether it's someone on your team, whether it's a family member, whether it's with your spouse, like, you know what I mean? We all deal with tough confrontation. Yeah. You know, like I shared in my, in my intro, I am a recovering people pleaser where I just avoided confrontation 
at all costs to, to an unhealthy degree, honestly. And it wasn't until a mentor of mine taught me that that's actually you avoiding confrontation is an ego. There's an ego playing where you're having this thought, this like kind of premeditated thought that you are going to affect someone in some way, shape or form, which is almost like being a mind reader, which is kind of ridiculous. And when he spoke to me like that, it really just kind of like hit home where I was like, oh my gosh. So it's really not about me. It's really not about emotion. It's handling the issue at hand and it's a growth opportunity. So um, I have done a lot of work in this department because growth as you know, like I'm a big personal development junkie and I want to grow. And usually the people in this industry want to grow as well. And if you're trying to rise to the top and being like a high performer, you have to like learn how to get really good at these skills, but it's an ever evolving skill that you get good at and you get comfortable with. The first couple of times were rough. I was so awkward. I was tripping over my words because I didn't want to hurt feelings. But at the end, it's because you care you know, that's why you're bringing this up in the first place. A hundred percent. And I always say like, listen, I once, I have two things to say to this is, you know, I, I always say attack and I kind of preface this before, but attack the problem, not the person, right? Yeah. So often we want to attack the person. Well, it was, you know, that, that waitress is the one that messed up. Well, was it really her? Was it really the problem that there was a problem in the kitchen that, you know what I mean? There was one less burner. So your food took, you know, 20 extra minutes, right. And your kids are frustrated and you think you're going to have a nice night out and, you know, it doesn't go the right way. So really, whenever I, whenever I start feeling like I'm attacking a person, I'm like, hold on, what's the problem? Because right. normally there's a bigger problem that needs to be a, like attacked versus the person, right? right. And when we attack the person, and nothing ever good come out, out of that. The mm. second thing I want to say is that when you are honest and you are willing to bring confrontation to someone, you know, I have a dear, dear friend who we were roommates together when we were living outside of New York City and living it up. And I moved to Pennsylvania. And I remember when I moved and it was like, you know, within like the first year or whatever. And I was feeling bad for myself that they weren't coming to see me. And she called me up one day because she could obviously sense that energy. And she was like, you're the one that moved away from us. You need to make more of the effort, girl. And I remember their conversation and I wanted to like, literally be like, we're done with this friendship. I remember the feeling like the, the, yep. the pricklers on my back. Yep. She was so willing to say that. And like, to this day, I'm like, you know what? We've always had one of the best friendships because it's always been a hundred percent honest and blunt and putting yeah. it out there. And that's not an easy conversation to have, but I give her so much credit because she cared enough about our relationship. Yeah. She could easily just let that go. Right. Oh my she gosh. Didn't. Exactly. And I can really relate to a lot of different conversations that I've had with friends too. And it's like, wow, they care so much to actually address this you know, looking at that as the message rather than, and hopefully the delivery is always right. Attacking the problem, not the person, but like, it, it's a nice feeling to feel that cared for, right. They do want you in, in their life. They're not just like, okay, bye. Exactly. Exactly. And I have some of those toughest conversations, quite frankly, with the people that are closest to me. And it's usually my husband, right. Uh -huh. And I could be a complete, you know what, you know, it depends <laughs> on what's going on. And it's usually something else in my world. When yeah. I come in and I start um, complaining, I'll use the word complain because my five-year-old daughter is in the room, but you yes. know what it is. And it's not normally the actual, 
um, dishes in the sink. It's because I had a horrible day at work or, you know, something else happened down the chain, but you become most emotional with that person. Right. And it's, it's so easy. We all are guilty of doing it, but I love your tips of like really how you go about that. So you have done so much to next level yourself and you truly are a magical person. Like you have such an it factor, but they always say magic exists on the other side of fear. And I really love that quote. Cause whenever I think about all the fears that I've had in life and I have fears every day, right? What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? This, that, and the other, apparently Adeline does too. So could you speak to us a little bit about what those words are and how you've overcome some of those limiting beliefs? And we all have that little voice in our head that we can't do it. What if we fail? What if he's going to know about it? What if she says something? How do you deal with that? Cause you, you look like you deal with that with such ease, but I'm sure it doesn't come easily. No, no, it doesn't. It, this is such a good question. Such a powerful topic. I could talk about it honestly for hours. Um, you know, I think anybody who gets into something that is out of their comfort zone, you're a little bit shy, more reserved probably about it. So that was me entering into network marketing. And it wasn't until I, I earned a leadership retreat at, at the previous company I was at where it was kind of my defining kind of pivotal moment in my, in my career, I would say in network marketing, which is really cool. And, um, basically the point I'm trying to make is anytime I've ever put myself out of my comfort zone, which is terrifying, right? Like that is so scary, especially on social media, nothing bad has come from it. Maybe there were some small speed bumps. If you could even call it that compared to the large mountains that like I was climbing, but like with ease. So back in uh, June, I decided, I don't even know why I said yes. I said yes to a 30, um, 30 day reels challenge. You do a reel a day for 30 days. I had never made a reel ever. My first one took me literally like two hours and 15 minutes to create. I had no idea about saving audio, trending audio, transitions, none of that. It's laughable. Go on my page. You can see it. And it's pretty funny, but I decided I'm very determined. So I was like, I'm doing this. And I just posted on my story, like, Hey, this is one day, one of 30 and me doing that. It's like, I tricked my brain into looking for opportunities to put myself out of my comfort zone because I trained myself that like, I didn't die. You know what? People actually DM me and was like, that was so cool. Or you did right. those real video. My debut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so after that moment, I've just continued with it. I then have done lives going live is terrifying, you know, (laughs) or like I present in front of hundreds of people about my company that I work for. And so it's so funny by saying yes to one simple thing that was so scary has led to so much. If I didn't say yes, Erica, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. How cool is that? And I absolutely love that part of it. I love something in a moment. This is the beauty of network marketing and right. Working behind the scenes, you know, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I apologize. Um, but that is, and this is where I always say we get gritty on this podcast. We get real. Like I don't try to blurt out like when my kids walk in the room and this and the other, cause I want women to see, like, it's not always glamorous. It's not always pretty, but you're so right. Like you wouldn't be on this podcast today. You wouldn't be leading the life that you are. You wouldn't be showing, you know, 
your baby, like the life that you're going to, that you're creating for your family right now, without taking those risks, without saying, Hey, listen, I know there's an opportunity on this other side of fear. And I always say when I get really fearful or when like the, the blocks start coming in my way, the speed bumps get in my way. I'm like, I'm on the cusp of something magical. I just got chills. Me too. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. it's so true. Like you, you truly are like that speed bump was there to slow me down, to make me learn something. You don't see it when you're in the midst of it. Right. Like when you get the speeding ticket, right. You're like, yeah. Oh, all you think about is like, I have to pay $300. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah. got pulled over. It's on my record. Oh, and yeah. again, I'm not telling anyone to speed on this podcast, but what <laughs> I'm saying is sometimes you need to slow down to speed up and realize that, but also know that that magic is on the other side of that fear. And it's totally. a beautiful thing. It is. It really is. And like, I, I can't encourage more people to do that. And, you know, it is a belief thing that like we sometimes forget to believe in ourselves. But I think, you know, depending on the, the people that you're surrounding yourself with, like they might be reminding you of the amazing characteristics or like gifts that you have that you might have like pushed really far down and like forgot about. And so it's, it's also like being around the people, the right people who like give you that kind of like breath of belief, if you will. And then you're like, Oh my gosh. And then you kind of just like start running with it. And it's so beautiful to see people blossom. I'm really big on that with my team. And I wish you could see Katie right now. Cause we're on zoom and she's like literally running in place. Like I can feel the emotion and she's so right. Right. And you're building a massive team. If your team doesn't and see you taking risks and being fearful and overcoming obstacles and doing the reels, they're never going to do it. Because they always say your team, regardless of what team you're on, is only going to do 50% of what you do, right? So if you're not doing it at 110, I always say, listen, I want to do it at 200% so everyone else shows up at 100. Yes, exactly, exactly. So it's so, it's so true. And you are an example of that to so many women. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for risking it, for fearing, for doing that. And, you know, network marketing, both of Katie and I have, that's a common denominator between the two of us, two different companies, not financially tied, doing them, thinking about doing a mastermind with each other, but that's how you grow, right? We grow from other people and I get to share my fears and she gets to share hers and what we've overcome and things that we've done. And it's just a beautiful thing. Now we say, I get paid to make people feel really good, right? With phenomenal products, but I also get paid to personally develop every single day. I don't know where else you get paid to do that. So I know there might be some viewers or listeners to this that aren't in network marketing. This is not a podcast to convince anyone of it, but it's to say, Hey, listen, there is an opportunity out there. And if Katie resonates with you or I resonate with you, and you just want to chat about it and say, tell me a little bit more about what this industry is. Let us know because we only, if Katie's not winning and I'm not winning, we're both failing, right? Because we're both in the same industry, right? We don't want this industry to fail. I couldn't agree more. And like, you know, I never thought I'd be in this industry, but like being a part of it, it's just, I've met so many amazing people and like you being one of them. And like, thank you for like reaching out to me and like starting a conversation and how it's, there's zero competition. Like I am your biggest cheerleader. I want to see you win. I want to help you as much as I can. And I'm not going to, it's not, there's nothing money 
there's, you know, no monetary benefit to it. And so that's, what's the other coolest thing about this industry is like literally just like women or, you know, all, all genders, like just lifting one another up, which is incredible. Like hype squad to the utmost. Amen. And I've never, you know, and sometimes it may seem for someone that's not in it, a little rah, rah, shish, kambah, sorority. Yeah. But I promise you, once you're immersed in it and you take a look behind the curtain, because I used to think that before I was, and now I look at it and I'm like, oh my goodness, the opportunity, the people that have up-leveled me, not only in the business, but outside of my life is absolutely remarkable. So, you know, you get a phenomenal compensation plan, usually products that you just can't go a minute without, and then you get personal development. I mean, like it's a perfect trifecta. I never saw all that in corporate America. Me too. Me too. Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, well, Katie, with that being said, I know I was, you know, guys, again, typical day running late on Katie today. So I wish I could talk to her for the next 90 minutes, but Katie, where can people find you online? How can people find you? How can they support you? How can they learn more about horses or, you know, you know, uh, bringing up a baby or whatever it is, or maybe it's about your business. How can people find you? What's the best place for them to connect with you? Yeah. You know, I would say the best thing is to find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is the letter K, the letter D as in dog, K-A-Y. So K-D-K-A-Y. And I would love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to hear it all. Like I'm a big connector on this earth. And so if you want to reach out and chat, I would be honored. So guys, reach out to Katie. All of that will be in the show notes. You can read that down below. Katie, I am so glad you brought us so much golden information today. I know I feel next leveled. I feel so inspired. And I know that every listener that's on this right now got so much out of this. And I just want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for showing up in my life. I want to thank you for becoming a new friend. Um, someone that I really like just look up to and I'm super excited to run alongside with and just continue to explode businesses and motherhood and all aspects of our lives, you know, recovering uh, perfectionists and losers, right? (laughs) Yeah. We we, we share that common denominator with each (laughs) other. So Katie, you are absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for joining Grit, Grace and Glitz today. Guys, refer someone else, put someone else in the show notes, go put a rating on this. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love Katie to get your feedback too. And this is where you can show up. You can hear the real life stories of the good, the bad, the ugly, the tears, the laughter, everything in between where we just come to you and we just tell you like it is, and you get to up-level your life, go on and serve other people to do the same. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off today from Grit, Grace and Glitz, Katie Smith here. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all new episode of Grit, Grace and Glitz.